Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one fighting minute at a time. I'm Scott Carella. I'm Nick Menez in the news. And uh, with us this week, the, 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 the fathers of the format have graced us with their presence. <laughs> I... Welcome to the show, uh, Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson of the Star Wars Minute. Greetings, nerds. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us on. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with being the father. I like being the godfathers of it, but for some reason father seems really, really intimate. And I'm, I mean, I guess I should, I should, you know. All right, I'll be the father. Know. You be the mother. Okay. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> is that more? Is that more uh, acceptable? Uh, there was no father. God, godfather. Godfather is like you know unofficial. You guys, you guys did well. I guess you would be closer to mother because you birthed the podcast into the world. So that's true. With it. The, the mothers of the format. <laughs> um, speaking of the format, uh, today we are going back to minute 61, which starts with uh, George expressing some concern about asking Lorraine to the dance and ends with Biff attempting to play it cool in front of, in front of uh, Principal Strickland. Do you, do you guys find it weird that George doesn't understand what, like, <laughs> the difference she, between Lor- like courtship and like harassment? Yeah, yeah. Lor- Lorraine obviously doesn't like what's going um, on. <laughs> um, I like that dog. Uh, I, I I couldn't tell if it was like bitter sarcasm or genuine cluelessness. Well, you know, because it could have been like, oh, she already has a suitor. It's that big huge ogre that like beats me up all the time and like makes fun of the fact that i'm irish <laughs> wait you're talking about whether uh george or biff is whether whether george understands because he says i think she'd rather go with someone else right. and then points at biff at a at a very uncomfortable situation just like no on. i don't think she would rather i think she'd rather go with anyone than than biff yeah yeah although it's uh, you know Having well, been not not entirely not the exact position of George, but the you know kind of being you know there's always the kind of uh, you always assume the cooler people are up to something that you don't understand. It's like oh, uh, that's how they play. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. obviously they're involved in some kind of courtship ritual, and I, I'm just gonna go read my sci-fi. I've I've not been in this exact position, but I've I've probably said that you know, my deeply explicit sexual sci-fi. <laughs> we're we're convinced that uh that george's uh science fiction is some form of uh like smutty fan fiction it's like it's, a, it's like suzanne and uh orange is the new black yeah yeah it's like early slash fiction yeah yeah right <laughs> pre uh pre star trek you know uh, what george fiction. mcfly would be the human to create slash fiction yeah. It'd be interesting if they did do uh, the long-awaited Back to the Future Four and had that kind of like some guy inventing, inventing like slash fiction or, or all the like. Uh, it's like weirder aspects of our society now. Sure, like, it, it, yeah, it's I like it. whereas Marty is the cool kid that actually invented rock and roll, and yeah, you know George and uh, Goldie Wilson being mayor. There's like this creeper kid that invents like Twitter. And like Doxing. Reddit, 4chan. <laughs> no, wait, I, have you talked about Biff's gang very much? Uh, yeah, th- uh, we talked about them when they when they showed up 
on uh, Saturday morning to to kick uh, the cereal eating George out of the diner. Yeah, but not right. since. Not since, because they haven't been in it since. Okay, because there's I'm I starting this watching this minute. I kind of became a little fascinated with them. And, uh, They're interesting. That's only two of them. Yeah, but yeah. Billy Zane is nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he was unavailable that day. Which, if this it's his first motion picture, and he's you know. This is his, his, his first movie, and it's a big, you know, big budget Hollywood movie, and he's unavailable one day. That's, that's I'm surprised he ever worked again. Well, I imagine it probably had something, some sort of scheduling conflict that he thought they would be done, but with the recasting of of Marty McFly, it probably threw a, a lot of things off. Right. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah. Speaking of the recasting, there's, did, you, did you talk at all about? Uh, sorry, I'm not, I'm not caught up with your show, but the. Uh, uh, <laughs> J.J. Cohen, who's a skinhead. Yeah, he always, he was the original Biff. Yeah, and then just yeah. because he wasn't he wasn't taller than Stoltz, but he was taller than Michael J. Fox. Like it's just kind of ironic that he ended up getting. But right. it it pays off in dividends because like Marty just seems that much braver when up against like Thomas F. Wilson, who just towers right. over him. It's just, and you just see like Biff is just like an ox, and yeah, uh, Marty McFly is like some kind of weasel or like otter. <laughs> the, the classic battle of ox versus weasel. Yes, yes. Oh, a fox, since the right? old since the Old Testament in the Garden of Eden. Mm. Oh yeah, I guess he is a. Fox. Alex has a good point. He is a fox. Yeah, that's ox true. He would be a fox. fox. <laughs> well, wouldn't it be cool if in uh, in that Disney movie Michael J. Fox played like Jason Bateman's dad? Oh, in that new that new Disney movie, Zootopia, yeah, yeah, yeah. that Zootopia thing. I think you meant the That'd fox be, uh... and the hound. Yeah, <laughs> or that it's Michael J. Fox <laughs> and the guy who played the hound on Game of Thrones. Um, one thing I noticed uh, too, like really early on in the minute, when when George says, uh, "I I think she would rather be with someone else," and and Marty gets all nervous because he's like, oh, "What what are you talking about?" Because he's still in denial about his mom uh, oh, having right, hots for him. Yeah. I, I found what I liked about that was that if this movie were made today, mm. we would have absolutely 100% cut to Marty's reaction. But because of the way movies were made back then, you know, in the 80s, we didn't feel the need to cut as much. Mm-hmm. And so we just hold on that shot of George, even though the moment is about Marty. Sure. Hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, we don't we don't feel the need to like get a close-up of Marty's reaction. You would have gotten like a rut-row kind George of joke. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. They would have scratched the yeah. record and the, uh, right. the dog would have tilted its head sideways to indicate. <laughs> yeah. At least in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we've talked a lot about uh, the, the Foley artists of this movie and how, uh, how impressive their Foley work is because uh, that slap that Lorraine gives Biff, man, that's... Oof. That... <laughs> You can feel it. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a nice slap. It's a really nice slap. Is it the same uh, 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 person who does the? Uh, do you know who does the sound for the movies? I couldn't figure out who the foley artist was. No, but the but the sound supervisor the the Ben Burt of uh, do you know who the Ben Burt of that Ben Burt was the Star Wars sound guy? Is there a famous? Uh, is there a famous uh, Back to the Future sound guy? It looks like it looks like it's Joseph T. Sabella. Oh, classic mm. Sabella. <laughs> classic Sabella. Famous <clears throat> for his slaps. Yeah. They call um, him Slappy Sabella. Slappy <laughs> Slabella. 
I do like that Marty tries to stand down a little. Like he's he's like he knows he immediately made a mistake mm-hmm. for multiple reasons, you know, because getting in a fight with Biff could probably alter somebody's timeline at some point. Um, and then also a uh, bad idea because he's huge. But he he tries to back down, but then he just he just can't, um, which, you know, look, the the whole chicken thing that comes into the sequels, which isn't anywhere to be found here. Right. Um, you could almost say like it's you know there, there's there's something chicken related to this moment <laughs> I would say <laughs> maybe oh, don't say that to him right you really no of course not uh, no nobody nobody dare do that but I definitely think there's something something going on um, I uh, looked into um, there's this, this in this scene um, Biff calls uh, Marty Butthead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was curious if that was, in fact, a 50s term people used. Ooh. And uh, according to Dictionary.com, it was invented in the 60s. So I guess Biff is, uh, it's funny, it says evolved from the this 1960s student term butterhead. Really? Which, really? That's what they say, that it evolved from the phrase butterhead, which I guess is, mm-hmm. you know, she's got a nice body, butterhead. Um, oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, Wow. And then they say the 80s is really when butthead took off in American slang. And the example they give is, howdy, is it a pressingly stupid butthead? Huh. <laughs> Weird that they use the word howdy as the name in that. But uh, So there you go, Biff. Uh, do you think um, Biff is the inventor of butthead in this in this timeline? Or did he overhear Marty saying it from the future? And then, you know, because the 80s, they said that was that was the invention. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I wonder if they'll ever... No, I, I... I think he must have invented it. I, I wonder if the the term "butt" was even a, a slang term in the fifties for that for the for in the way we use it now. I mean, I'm sure like right. the butt of a gun or the butt of a joke, but uh, or the butt right. of a sword too. But uh, yeah, in terms of the meaning, the derriere. I'm looking up Foley artists here, uh-huh. um, and there's interesting. Uh, one of the Foley artists listed for for uh, Back to the Future is John Roche. Roche. R O E S C H. Roche, who Roche. has worked on almost everything. It's it's pretty amazing. He <laughs> he's a foley artist on uh, Close Encounters, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I you know I thought I recognized his foley work. <laughs> Raiders, E T, Poltergeist, Tron, like all this. Wow. See, see, we would recognize him. We would know it was him if. Uh, if Han hadn't caught Leia's slap oh, in Empire. Yeah. Yeah. If he hadn't caught it, then we would be like, that's the guy. That's that, I know that I know, slap. I know that slap anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Joe Sabella must have been so disappointed when the slap didn't connect because that's his trademark and everything. It's his Wilhelm screen. <laughs> so I, do you guys get the feeling that – and I mean obviously there there's other things going on in, in the sequels that um, sort of take Strickland's power away a little bit. But – in this one, Strickland just steps up and Biff chills like immediately. And, I, and so I wonder what exactly Strickland has done to Biff in the past. I mean, that's, because, that's fear. Yeah, that's fear. That's not, oh, I might get a detention. I, Biff doesn't strike me as the type of guy who cares whether or not he gets detention. I, I feel like there's some sort of. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure because. 
in my note, I said, I like how the principal lets Biff finish his bullying. Like, Biff doesn't immediately <laughs> say, oh, sorry, sir, and sit down. He, he's Wrap like, okay. He's like, all right, yeah, exactly. He's like, all right, two-minute warning, Biff. You got like, to get this thing in there. So maybe this is the start of Strickland's kind of like, he's like, boy, he's letting me totally finish this uh, this bullying. So Man, uh, they, you know, they see totally, how far he can push it. They kind of have like a season one Walter and Jesse kind of relationship almost. <laughs> <laughs> like. There's our, the, the, I mean, there's our spinoff for the week, Scott. Like, yeah, I think Strickland yeah. is like the person that tried to bring like, because like, okay, so we we've uh, we we've uh, talked about numerous times like what part of California they're in, mm-hmm. and I'm just saying like, could this be the start of some kind of like weird, like like bootlegging sort of like maybe tobacco empire they have going on. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go along with that. Okay, cool. So it's can It wouldn't be the first time there would be bootlegging in Hill Valley. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, like it's part of it's part of that town's history. Yeah, it's a rich yeah. tradition. Oh. Yeah, we know and Biff turns into a successful businessman, so he clearly has some uh yeah, some entrepreneurial spirit. We all know what happens to Strickland. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. He gets away. He's got clean with a lot of guns. Stays in the same. Well, obviously Biff betrayed him. Sure, at some point he like totally mm. ripped him. He biffed him. Yeah. <laughs> he biffed him. You've been biffed. You got biffed. Uh, that's all I got for this minute. It's a grower. <laughs> yeah, I guess the yeah, scene kind of continues in the next minute as well. Yeah, so, it's, uh, a, it's, yeah. it's a progressive minute. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, continuously, I'm continuously impressed by the extras, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really good extras in this in this scene. Um, I like the girl that gets distracted by George pointing at Biff and he, she's just like, what's he pointing at? What? <laughs> what's this about? Yeah. What's, what's going on oh, here? That guy has fingers. Yeah. Fingers, oh, eh? <laughs> Old fingers tannin, they call them. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, that wraps up minute 61. Uh, can you guys, uh, come back for 62? Yeah, I think um, so. Alex? Uh, I'll see. I'll see if I can oh. make it back in time. Get it? Because it's a time uh-huh. travel. Back in so. time. Oh. Cue the music. Yeah. Back in scene. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought that, yeah, I thought we were going to wrap that up. But uh, okay. yes, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow. All right. Great. I got more um, things to say about this. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's definitely more to talk about next minute, I think. All right. So uh, in the meantime, go to our website, backtothefutureminute.com. Uh, leave comments and whatnot. You can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, like us on Facebook, leave iTunes reviews. Check out our other podcasts, Not Writing, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, and uh, Geek by Night, uh, which premieres on January 6th. And uh, make sure that you check out Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Star Minute. Star Wars. And we will... Oh, sorry. I thought that was the <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.